You're about to hear a life-transforming word brought to you by Trinity Baptist Church, London, an oasis for breakthrough. The focus of Trinity Baptist Church is to see people develop a Christ-like character that impacts our world. Now, prepare your hearts to receive God's word through his anointed servant. give the glory to our Father who is in heaven. Precious Father, this afternoon, we honor you again for your faithfulness. We honor you that our anchor shall hold fast because it is fastened to the rock that has been laid from the foundations of the earth. And that because of that, from victory unto victory, you lead us. We honor you that your word is life, your word is health. Father, this afternoon speak unto us again. I ask for grace that in clarity, with precision, and in simplicity, I must share your word with your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, and God's people shall say, Amen. Minister Neokai has also come with some very powerful CDs. And I will introduce that to you at the end of the service. This afternoon, I'm sharing with us on the subject, imitating the goodness and kindness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Imitating the goodness and kindness of Jesus. Goodness and kindness are so closely related that sometimes it is not easy to, to distinguish the two. Simply also because a good person is by nature a kind person. And both of such stem from love. The Bible tells us that love, one of the definitions of love is that love is kind. And goodness comes out of the Greek word agatasune, which means generosity, somebody who is generous, somebody who has moral excellence, somebody with a quality of being good. And the name Agatha actually come out of this word, Agatha Sune. Then kindness is a Greek word, Christos, Christos, which means having a compassionate heart and also to help the needy. You see, kindness is more about our attitude and goodness is more about the things we do for others. Kindness is a sincere desire for the happiness of others and goodness is the activity calculated to advance that happiness. Whereas kindness is of the heart, a kind person natural, naturally desires to do good. So the act of goodness is a manifestation of the kind heart that someone has. Kindness is the inner disposition created by the Holy Spirit that causes us to be sensitive to the needs of others. So in short, goodness is kindness in action. Tell your neighbor, goodness is kindness in action. Hallelujah. And this afternoon, Minister Cheko led us to sing that praise song. God, you are so good. God, you are so kind. God, you are so wonderful. Oh, my God, you are excellent. You see, to imitate somebody is to pattern your life after that person. In other words, to mimic that person. And children are very good at imitating. All my girls imitated me when they were growing up. Occasionally, they will take a microphone, uh, a toy, uh, at times a spoon, and, be, and, and try to preach like Pastor K. Wood. And they will take water and drink, just as when I'm <laughs> preaching, I do. Then some of them will try and pronounce words the way I pronounce them. They, they try to imitate their dad. Amen. 
And you and I will agree, those of us that are parents, that most of the times when you come from work or you come from your daily routine and take your shoes off, one of the things our children desire to do is to put those tiny feet in those shoes. And they try to walk in those shoes, even though at times they can't. All what they are doing is that, Daddy or Mommy, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. One day, I want to wear your shoes. I want to walk on the path on which you have walked. Mommy, I want to be like you. That is why it is so important that we not only become the right road role molders for our children, but that we also become very careful the way that we conduct ourselves and become mindful of the legacy that we are leaving behind. Amen. The truth is that people have imitated many of these stars only to become disappointed simply because at times of their moral flaws. The only one to imitate without any problem is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He emptied himself, took upon himself the form of a servant, walked on planet Earth as a man. The winds and the waves obeyed him, tempted in all ways, but yet without sin. When we imitate him, he makes our lives better. When we imitate him, we become more like him. For the more we love him, the sweeter it grows. And the more we pattern our lives after him, the more he does beautiful things out of our lives. You see, we are called to become imitators of Jesus. And I pray that as a church and as a family, and for all those listening to us this very moment online, that we think with the thoughts of Christ, that we think his thoughts, that we show his attitude in all that we do, and that we live on this earth here as if Jesus himself was here. You see, beloved, God uses Christians who are cool in a hot place, sweet in a sour place, and straight in a crooked place. The, the truth is that whichever way you look at it, we live in a world where at times things are tough. But God is looking for Christians who in a place that is hot will remain cool. Oh, instead of blowing their top, they will remain cool. God is looking for people who in a sour place will remain sweet. You know, your life must be such that when you come to a place where there is confusion, a place where people are swearing. When you enter that place, the atmosphere must change. The conversation must change. Because they see that somebody who imitates and uh, uh, just like Christ has entered the place. If you are in a place and people can swear and say all manner of filthy words, you must seriously check your faith as a child of God. Is somebody with me? May the Lord help us to become like, you remember the old kettle? When it reaches boiling point, what does it do? It sings, it whistles. May you and I, instead of boiling over, sing a song of praise to our God and our King. The truth is that we live in a world of greed and selfishness. We live in a world where 98% of the world's resources are in the hands of less than 10% of the people. Americans alone donate 150 billion each year to the poor, but less than 30% of that money reaches them. Why? Because corrupt officials in some countries just take that money and they distribute it amongst themselves. One of the things that I struggle to come to terms with is our young women, young mothers, pregnant for nine months, go into a hospital to deliver only for their corpses to be picked up. Why? Because the resources in the hospital are so adequately lacking that many of them bleed to death. Simply because somebody has taken that money. 
diseases that must not spread, spreads and kills people in 2014. As for Ebola, only God knows where it came from. I'm not talking about that kind of disease. I'm talking about basic diseases, cholera. In 2014, cholera should not kill people. But money that must be used for sanitation in Africa. People pocket that money. How much will a man eat? How many houses will a man sleep in? How many suits will a man wear at a time? But there is a God who rules in the affairs of men. And he watches and he sees. Goodness is not being good as something like playing good football. And I pray that may the next Lionel, uh, the, may the next messes come out of TBC in the name of Jesus. I release that spirit of our young people in the name of Jesus. May the spirit of Barcelona come over you. Our young people. You know what Barca says? They say, <coughs> for us, it's about the ball. Pastor Kingsley, come on, go on and preach. Goodness is being like Jesus. It is doing something positive that exhibits our likeness of our king. Nahum 117, the Bible says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. Psalm 31 verse 19, the psalmist says, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. In Psalm 34, 8, David meditates and says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. In Psalm 119, the psalmist says again, you are good and do good. Teach me your status. This is the God we serve. Come and taste and see that the Lord is good. And the only means by which somebody can come and taste and know that the Lord is good is the acts of goodness that you make manifest. The kind heart that is in you being made manifest through the works that you exhibit on this earth. May people look at you and have a taste of the goodness of God. Psalm 63 verse 3, the psalmist says, Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. The truth about the scripture is that littered in the scripture are the lives of good men. The first I want to talk about is Job. Job chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and shunned evil. Blameless, that word blameless refers to Job's moral integrity and wholehearted commitment to God. And the word upright denotes his rightness in word, his thoughts, and his good deeds. You know, anytime we consider or talk about Job, it helps us to remember that we live in a, a fallen world where the devil desires and seeks only to attack good people and do evil to things that are good. Understand that the devil did not seek at his time, Job's time, to tempt or to test anybody than Job, who was a good man. And understand that the reason why the enemy will fight you is simply because your heart is good. But understand that in the midst of all the challenges that the enemy will bring over your life, do good as a child of God in the name of Jesus. We live in a world where justice at times is twisted. We live in a world where each one of us can boldly say it is not fair. Joseph the Bible tells us that the archers hit him. His brothers sold him because of his dream. Potiphar betrayed him because he would not sleep with his wife. The cup and was thrown into prison. The cup bearer forgot him, but God lifted him up. Hallelujah. 
And when his brothers came, stood before him, and he revealed himself to them, not only were they confounded, but the Bible tells us that he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brothers talked to him. And when their dad died and were scared for their lives, they came to him pleading for mercy. But Joseph opened his mouth and said to them, But as for you, you meant evil for me, but God meant it for good. Understand that if your heart is good and you desire to do good, regardless of what people do to you, God will turn it around for your good in the name of Jesus. For the Bible says that God causes all things to work together for what? For the good. That is why you as a child of God must be good. Quite often we tell our children, be good. But we also as believers must be good. And as you and I make a quality decision to be good, God himself will cause every evil to work for your good in the name of Jesus. Moses decided to marry an Ethiopian woman. And Wahala broke loose. Racism did not start in this generation. It started a long time ago. And also when we talk about racism, racism is not necessarily something that happens between whites and blacks. I am telling you, not that they say, I have lived, I grew up in Africa. My accent betrays me. I know Africans who are very racial from one country, but the tribes, very, 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 very racist against each other. True or false? Ah. Everywhere, all across Africa. Tell your neighbor, Lord, have mercy. So Moses saw this beautiful Ethiopian woman and he desired to marry her. Ah, Miriam said, well, no, no, no way over my dead body. And you know what? God heard what they were saying. Because Moses was a prophet that God personally loved. He called him the friend of God. So God had it. And God came down and called the three of them, called Moses aside and rebuked them and hit them with leprosy. Hit Miriam with leprosy. But the truth is that it was Aaron and Miriam that gossiped. But when God came down, he called only Miriam and punished her. Why? Because she was the initiator. I believe that the reason why God did that was that Miriam was the initiator. When we are going to marry and your sisters are not in agreement, pray. But Moses, as a good man, the Bible says, and Moses cried out to the Lord saying, please, Lord, heal her. Oh, God, I pray. Would have thought that in this generation, when so many people open their mouth, many so called men of God open their mouth, and the next thing they are doing is that they are cursing people. And here, God Himself has punished them. Now, God don't punish you now. No. But Moses prayed and pleaded for Miriam to be healed of the leprosy. When Moses came down from the mountain, Mount Sinai, with the Ten Commandments, when he came, the children of Israel had gone astray and they were worshipping the golden image, the golden calf. God became so angry with his own people, he told Moses, that, look at what your people are doing. Then God said to Moses, that Moses, let me that I might destroy them and make a new nation out of you. But the Bible says in Genesis chapter 32 from verses 10 through to 12, that Moses immediately when he saw the anger of the Lord pleaded with God and said, the Lord, the Egyptians will say that because you were not able to take them into the promised land, that is why you have brought them into this mountain to kill them. Lord, if you will destroy these people, blot my name out first. 
Wow. You see, a good man is always deeply concerned for the honor, the glory, and the honor of God. Understand that God had begun a new nation with Abraham. And God could have begun the same with Egypt. Sorry, with, uh, with Moses. But Moses, when God said that to him, stood in the gap. He stood between God's anger and the people that he wanted to punish. And in the middle, he pleaded with God. And the Bible says, and the Lord relented. Look at David. When Saul was pursuing him to kill him. Simply because he had become the man after God's own heart. God sees not as man sees. God looks on the heart, on the inside, but man looks on the outside. And when God on two occasions exposed Saul to him, David would not kill him. He stood on that mountain, shouted, and said to King Saul, 1 Samuel 24, 14, As the Proverbs of the ancients say, Wickedness proceeds from the wicked, but my hand shall not be against you. Wow. And this is one of my favorite scriptures in, in, in the Bible. As the Proverbs of the ancients say, Wickedness proceeds from the wicked, but my hand shall not be against you. Oh, what David is saying that David. It is wicked people who kill. And, and deep in my heart, there is no wickedness in me. What is in me is goodness. And therefore, I will not stretch forth my hand and kill you. A good man always remembers the good that others do for him. And when Jonathan died and the house of Saul were destroyed, David asks, is there anybody from the house of Jonathan that I might show kindness to him. And Mephibosheth was brought. And today, we live in an age where you do good to people, they pay you back with evil. But the Bible says, whoever repays evil with good, evil will never depart from his house. But may you and I always repay good with good in the name of Jesus. When Jesus was arrested in the garden, the disciples were Peter was very quick, took a knife and cut off the ear. But Jesus took that ear and put it back. How did Jesus show kindness in the scriptures? Jesus demonstrated kindness through his goodness by paying attention to the people. Jesus went to them. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Peter says, Acts 10.38, of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. Because the Lord was with him. Hallelujah. You remember the song, everywhere he went, he was doing good. The mighty healer. He cleansed the lepers. When the cripples saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my Lord was doing good. Praise the Lord. In Luke 18, the Bible records that Jesus had just returned from the other side and multitudes welcomed him. Then, and behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at the feet of Jesus, crying unto him, saying that my daughter is ill at the point of death. And Jesus left all what he was doing and started making way to Jairus' house. And on their way, whilst they were going, another woman with an issue of blood throngs through the crowd, touches the hem of his garment. Jesus turns around and says, who touched me? Of course, Peter, he said, oh, Lord, with all these people around you. But Jesus paid particular attention to that woman and said to her, thy faith has made you whole. Hallelujah. Then, as Jesus went on doing good, a woman shouted from the crowd and said, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the paps which nest you. I believe that as this woman saw Jesus and the good exhibits that he made manifest, 
how the words, how the words of Jesus brought hope. How his words brought encouragement. How his sons brought healing. This woman just looked at her, him and said, Blessed is the womb that bore you. May your goodness be such that people can see it and give glory to your father in the name of Jesus. Understand that as Macbeth rightly said, people will always remember how you make them feel and not how you display your intelligence. You know, there are some people, when they come to you, they make you feel so useless. But Jesus exhibited goodness. Hallelujah. And the truth is that our world is becoming so impersonal. Now, you go to the filling station, you buy your own petrol. You go and you pay for it. You want money, you draw your own cash. There's no cashier there. All what you need are four numbers. These days, you go to the supermarket. If you want to leave this, the, the supermarket quickly, come on, you go to the uh, uh, self-service and pay for your items, and off you go. These days, if you want to travel, what do you do? You go online. You buy yourself an air ticket. You check yourself uh, uh, online. Or what you do is that when you get to the airport, you drop your bag. But Jesus went to the people. Now, as I stand here, technology is far advanced. Very soon, for you and I to travel in aircrafts that are programmed. Thirty-six thousand feet up there. No pilot. Man was, but I will travel in the ship. No, if it will take one month, I will go in the ship. Or I will travel in an old aircraft that has a pilot. I don't want any trouble. 36,000 feet. No, we live in an age of cloning. These days, everything is being cloned. Even human genes are being cloned. Somebody cloned my wife's key and stole her car. If somebody clones... And an aircraft that is meant to land at Abuja. And they landed somewhere in the middle of the sea. But remember. Know that now we have trains that are programmed. Very common now. <laughs> if you go to Dubai, the trains are programmed. Hallelujah. And you know that since time immemorial... The United States and our nation here have been flying drones. They go, they take pictures, they come back. They are sent, they go, they bomb, they come back. Understand that GPS, your tom-tom, was actually made for the military. And when it became so successful, now everybody can use it. So the drones is... A sign and a warning to you that just as aircraft can fly 70,000 feet, 36,000 feet, take pictures and come back, bump and come back and land, oh, it won't be too long. Your bones will be with that pilot. But on that day, tell them, minus Pastor K. But you see, the, the truth is, these days, if I want to talk to my young girls, I will call, they won't pick the phone. But the moment I send a WhatsApp, within seconds, I get a reply. Why? Because they can't, they can't be bothered to pick that phone whilst you can talk. And when they are saying, bah, 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 and me too, I'm taking my time. Care, care, care. <laughs> Have you seen how they sent us? My goodness. With all that long finger. And me, I talk. My goodness. Hey. Times have changed though. Ah, times have changed. But, but the truth is that our world is becoming so impersonal. But listen, beloved. 
Regardless of how impersonal our world is becoming, what matters most are people. The best asset you can have are people. Because when things go wrong, when things are tough, they come and knock your door. Oh. Jesus was a good listener. I pray that we'll become a church that exhibits goodness. What is it that the Lord requires of us? Micah 6, 8 tells us, he has shown you, oh man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you. But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Hmm. The Lord says we must walk justly. That is, we must be fair and honest in our dealings with others. Therefore, whatever Matthew, uh, Jesus says in Matthew 7, 12, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. We must love mercy. That is, we must show genuine compassion and kindness to individuals in the times of their need. And even when they offend us. To walk humbly with our God means we must humble ourselves daily before him in godly fear and reverence for his will. And act justly. We must be like the good Samaritan. Who will always go the extra mile to help the destitute. To do good husbands, we must love our wives and children and show them genuine affection. Hallelujah. A true story. A man who kept on telling the wife, pack your things. I say, I say, pack. Because he had brought the lady from Nigeria. I say, pack your things. For seven good days, always telling the lady. So the lady got fed up and started packing. Packing, packing, packing. Then just as she was about to finish, a call comes from Nigeria, the dad of the girl. The girl takes the phone, goes to the next room, talks to the dad, and comes back. Says, okay, you've been telling me to pack. Now, he says, what did your dad say? Oh, you want to know? Okay. My dad says that his oil contract has gone through, and he has put a million pounds in my account, and that I must give you five, half of that 500,000 pounds. He said, uh -huh, but before I go on, uh, you told me I should pack my things. Now I have finished packing my things. Where do you want me to go? Oh, Shade, oh, Shade. You didn't hear me now. I said, pack your things and let me wash them. I said, pack them and let me wash them. When I talk, listen to me properly for seven good days. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You know, some men, and, and, and especially, unfortunately at times, we men of color, we treat women so badly that some have ended up in mental homes. And I said, Pastor, it has been my privilege to go to some of these and many Ghanaian women. The men just tell them, I'm going on a visit. The next thing, a woman is calling the house. May the Lord forgive you. And I honor the Lord that all of you listen to me online. You don't do that. But may the Lord forgive you. God calls us to treat our wives with goodness and love and affection and compassion. This country, they're, strugg they're struggling in this country. You struggle with this woman, you build. Then the next thing, another woman is living in that house. Ah. May the Lord have mercy on us. 
And I pray that may the Lord make all your fathers like Shade's dad. <laughs> and so much bless him that they will swallow their words. Pack your things and let me wash them. Hey. A good man shows favor and lends to the poor. Why? Because the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. May the Lord, you see, when you are good, God himself orders your steps. And, and he orders you from one victory unto another victory. He orders you from one blessing unto another, because he knows your heart is good. If God sees a good man, a good woman, oh, what he would do with that person is limitless. Because that is the nature of God. God is good. And he wants you and I to imitate him and be good. Don't, don't treat people. Treat people with mercy. Treat people with compassion. Don't, 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 don't look at people's weaknesses and pay them for what they have done. If God had done that to us, none of us would have been in this room today. And the Lord calls us to be good. The truth about being good is that there are benefits for being good. The good news plus good deeds brings a positive influence. And as a church, we are engaged in doing good. We want to, before I come to the benefits quickly, we are engaged in showing kindness to our community. And one of the things we have started doing now is to uh, make a contribution of a pound each just to buy canned items, take it to a bank where others that are destitute can just go and pick some of those items and eat. Praise the Lord. But I honor the Lord and I thank the Lord that everybody in this room hearing my voice has brought something to that bank. Amen. You see, there is no use standing here preaching, coming to church, dressing up, and you see somebody struggling, and you tell that person, the Lord bless you. Oh! When the God regarded a helpless estate, not only did he look, he sent Jesus. And when Jesus was living, he left us with gifts. So that you and I might become stewards of the manifold grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, a mark of matured Christianity is the way we become liberal in our helping the poor. And in this age that when our brothers and sisters are dying of Ebola, in three, now four major African countries, uh, that is Liberia, Sierra Leone, and Guinea, and uh, Mali. I, I believe that as a church, you see, we should not say that people should not go about saying their sins has found. You know, just, the only heavens know where that Ebola has come from. Is somebody hearing me? It could have come anywhere. And next Sunday, what I want to do, if you are coming to church, prepare something, whether a pound, two pounds, whatever the Lord lays on your heart. Put it in an envelope. Bring your own envelope and write behind it, Ebola offering. We want to send it. You remember the pastor who came from Liberia? Uh, what, pastor Bob. Many members in his church have lost relatives. And we just want to send a gift to them to help them. I'm so grateful for the British government and for the British government and the help they have sent to the people of Sierra Leone. The Americans are coming up. The benefits of kindness. The truth are, it is proven scientifically that acts of kindness increases the production of serotonin in the brain. It is said that when you show or do an act of kindness manifested in goodness, your body produces a chemical. And that chemical does not only scientifically helps you to sleep well, 
and help you not to age faster, but it is said that when that chemical is produced in your body, it releases a calming and an anti-anxiety grace over your life. Scientifically. And it is regarded as a feel-good substance because it serves as a pathway for the pleasure in the brain. And it is also said that kindness is a win-win scenario. If it's said that when somebody does an act of goodness to somebody, the one that receives that act, that benefits from that kindness, and the person who watches that, the three are all blessed at the same time. Scientifically, this is not even spiritual. Look at, look at this scenario very well. When somebody is very destitute and so poor and going through tough times, if somebody out of nowhere just brings help to that person, you see them and say, oh, except only evil people. And what the uh, research says is that the person doing, showing that act of kindness, don't you know that when you do somebody good, you yourself, you feel good. If it is from your heart, you feel good. Glory to God. A New York police officer saw a homeless man. And just as Winter was about to approach, quickly ran to a shop, a police officer. I'm so sorry I don't have the picture to show you. Bought a boost for $75 and a, a pair of socks. Went to this homeless man, knelt by him, put that socks and that boots on for him. And a woman at this time was just watching what was happening. Took the pictures and put them. If you go Google uh, 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 the New York police officer who bought a brand new pair of all-season boots. The New York police officer who bought a brand new pair of oil and see and just watch what you will see. So this woman saw it and just took the picture and put it on social media. Within weeks, it had hit over one million likes. Why? Because people see it and they say, Oh my God. People see it and they say, Oh my, may you do something good. And when people see it, may they also begin to feel good in the name of Jesus. A poor man sitting by a homeless man begging for arms saw a rich man get out of his car and the man was approaching him. So he thought the man was coming to give him something. And the moment the man put his hand in his pocket, he opened his mouth and he says, May the blessings of the Lord come. And he thought the man was going to pull something for him. The man pulled out a handkerchief. And he says, may it come and never catch up with you. Because the poor man thought the rich man was going to give him something. And when he pulled out the handkerchief, when the man put the hand in the pocket, he started blessing him. May the blessings of the Lord come over you. When the man pulled out the handkerchief, he said, and may it never catch up with you. <laughs> Watch societies that live long you will see one thing for sure. They do good. Watch the United Kingdom. Watch the United States of America. Anytime there is a disaster somewhere, they mobilize themselves. And within weeks, they gather millions. I pray that you and I will come to a point in our walk with God where we'll, we will understand that a good man obtains favor from the Lord. Where we will understand that God desires to honor the man and the woman who is good. May we become a church that does good. May we become a, may we become a church like our Savior, whose acts of goodness become so manifest that here in West Norwood, all what they will say about us, that this is a church which does good. Don't steal people's car park. You see that somebody is reversing to park, and the person is handicapped. Because there's another car in front. You just drive a shoe and you just take your eyes off. You get down and you leave the person in the middle of the 
When you do that, have you ever stolen somebody's car park before? No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But when you are parking and you see an elderly woman struggling for a car park, tell her, park here. And I pray that as we do good, may the heavens be opened unto us. And may the favor of the Lord be strong over us as a church in the mighty name of Jesus. And the people of God shall say, Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. At this time, we'll bring our offerings to the Lord, our tithes and our offerings. And we are doing that in the knowledge of the fact that we serve a God who loves a cheerful giver. And I pray that in our giving today, it will come from a heart that is willing, a heart that is faithful, and a heart that is cheerful. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we honor you for your faithfulness as we bring our offerings to you. Lord, we do that in the faith that you are the Lord who first loved us. May our giving today bring honor unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And God's people shall say, Amen. If you need an envelope, just raise your hands. They will bring you an envelope. Draw me close to you Never let me go I lay it all down again To hear you say that I'm your friend You are my desire No one else will do Nothing else can take your place To feel the warmth of your embrace Help me find a way, bring me back to you.
This is the air I breathe Your holy presence Leaving in me Oh yes This is my daily bread This is my daily bread, your very word, Lord, that is spoken, spoken, spoken to me, I and I, oh, I'm desperate for you. God's Word, brought to you by Trinity Baptist Church, London. We pray that this word will impact your life in a tremendous way. You are welcome to share your testimonies, prayer and counselling needs with us. Do visit us or write to us at Trinity Baptist Church, 2 Thornlaw Road, West Norwood, London, SE 27 OSA, or call 0208 766 7732. Thank you and remain blessed.